Hello, nosy neighbors. This is Mary. And this is Kylie. And you are listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Howdy, neighbors. Yay! Happy last week of September. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you. Do you like apples? <laughs> what about them apples? <laughs> How about them apples? Yes. Have you gone apple picking? No, but I need to soon because the season, I think, is coming to us close. Oh, absolutely. And what apple things do you like? Uh, What's your favorite? I mean, I am partial to more of like the apple fritter, apple crumble. Okay. The one that's got all of that. Fun stuff. That, the apple pie, I think, is a little too thick. Your dad loves apple pie oh, although warm pie or similar with some vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. mm. my favorite apple thing is caramel apple oh so good with fresh caramel <gasps> which is so hard to find oh i make my own oh mm-hmm make my own caramel because it also is like coming up to fair season as well there's all these fall fairs and festivals depends where you live because the fairs go with the climate oh that is true so is apple picking also regional is that just in new england we do have apples down here but we have more peaches interesting seems like you you got that line from above it's apples and below is peaches it's citrus yeah mm-hmm. well, that makes sense yeah. what kind do you like what of apples i like macintosh mm-hmm. and i like granny smith but it's funny i actually have a chart of tart to sweet oh and it can tell you what each kind is on the spectrum Mm-hmm. i've been really into something at my grocery store called a jazz apple oh that sounds like fun because it seems kind of crazy but it's more of like a macintosh-esque i guess or pink ladies okay do you like pink ladies jazz hands Pink lady. <laughs> I know. I like the eccentric names. I do judge my books and apples by their covers and titles. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum, yum. So uh, besides eating, what you drinking? Well, tonight I looked at signature cocktails in Indianapolis. Ooh, like where the 500 is, right? Yes, and it's the home of the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, football. The American football team. And the drink is called the Colts Blue Spiked Lemonade. Ooh, yummy. Oh, yes. Uh, The Indianapolis Colts, like I said, is an American football team. The recipe is one ounce vodka. And their colors are? Blue and white. Yes. Fight, fight, fight. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case people didn't know. (laughs) Yes. The Colts Blue Spiked Lemonade. The recipe is one ounce vodka, Mm -hmm. one ounce blue carousel. Yes. Carousel. Carousel. Ow. Two ounces lemonade, two ounces lemon lime soda. Yum, yum. So it's blue for their colors. You put all the ingredients in a shaker and give it a little shake, 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 and then serve it over ice. Well, not the soda. The soda would be added after. Yes. I I have to mark a lot because I have put carbonation into a shaker. That's true. (laughs) Do not put carbonation into a shaker. Yes. You may think like, oh, 
nothing bad. Explodes in your face. Mm-hmm. Sticky mess. Serve over ice and garnish with a lemon. Yum, yum, yum. Tonight's face of the case. You ready? Yes. Stephen Williams was born on September 22nd, 1963 in Fort Worth, Texas. 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 I think of that from Miss Congeniality. Anytime I see the state of Texas, always. Stephen attended its Casada, C-A-S-S-A-T-A, Casada. Yeah. High school. And after graduated, he joined the army and served in the Persian Gulf. Oh. After his honorable discharge, he became a computer programmer in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Iowa. There he married a woman named April, and they had a son and two daughters. Oh, yes, family of five. The couple divorced. Oh. And he became a single father of three children. Oh, wow. Yes. He would later meet a single mother named Opal. <laughs> He's got some cool names for the women. Just like as a side note, April and Opal. April and Opal. Those are pretty. Can you imagine though if you accidentally were like April? I mean Opal, because they've got the same. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Opal Skidmore was born in October 1979 in Illinois. Oh, so she is younger than him. 16 years younger than Stephen. Oh, my. He was getting his license and she was getting her birth certificate. Oh, yes, yes. This is true. Uh, She was married before and had two children of her own. Mm -hmm. The two married and moved to Indianapolis, Indiana. Home of the 500. Home of the (laughs) Colts. Colts. (laughs) And a yummy drink. Yes, this is a very yummy drink, by the way. Yum, yum, yum. Stephen found a job as a computer programmer at a place called Salesforce. Oh, yes. We, um, I know some people that still use Salesforce. What is it? Um, uh, you use it when you're in sales. It is like a website that you use for like tracking and so different companies use it. Oh, that's neat. Within their own. It's kind of like organizational stuff. You know? Okay, okay. It helps you monitor who you've called before? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like a Rolodex meets Excel meets... And it's on the computer. Yeah. That is so cool. Once most of the children flew the nest, Opal wanted to fulfill her longtime dream of becoming a long-haul trucker. No way! Yes. She enjoyed traveling, you know, seeing the sights. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to earn income while I do that. Yes. Everyone's out of the nest. I can sit there, listen to my podcast. <laughs> and truck drive. Yeah. Yes. And did you know trucks now are automatic? No way. And a trucker's salary is in the six figures. I knew that the salary was in six figures, but I totally assumed that it would be a manual. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yes. And you have limited hours you can drive. So once you drive, it's either 10 or 12 hours. You have to be off 10 or 12 hours. That is Wow, why why are we not truckers, Mom? We can do that no problem. <laughs> we can record our podcast as we're driving down the road. I know, 12 hours on, 12 hours off. Mm-hmm. We will just switch back and forth and make killer time. Yeah, I know, right? 
not intended. That could be the name of our podcast, Killer Time. (laughs) We'd have to divvy up the paycheck. But we could do more jobs. (laughs) But anyway, Stephen was not a fan of travel. So he was not a fan of this trucker life. (laughs) Opal, you know that I get motion sickness. Why would you want to put me in the cab of a truck? forever i don't have my c-bands yes exactly give me my drumming <laughs> the drug on me hat <laughs> go go in the back go in the back steven go and go in that bed yeah so that is something too that blew my mind they've got a full-on like there's a bed. bed in there like think of mm-hmm. a sea boat you know how they get that little tiny cabin type thing yes with little tiny windows <laughs> so since steven wasn't a fan of this this became a source of confrontation and arguments. Oh, yeah. Yes. On Saturday, March 14th, 1915, Opal called the Johnson County Sheriff's Office and reported her husband Stephen was missing. Wait, what year was that? 2015. Okay. I hope that's what I said. He said 1915 and I was like, oh, McFly took a turn. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we missed the part where he became best friends with the crazed mad scientist. Oops. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) She told police that her husband and herself had an argument and then he went into the couple's van and went to the local Wendy's to kind of cool down. Yeah, he went for a drive and a snack. And for those of you that don't know, Wendy's is a fast food restaurant, home of the Frosty. Oh my gosh, do you remember how we used to get a baked potato every time we went there? Oh, I love those baked potatoes. Those are so good. (laughs) I could go for a baked potato. (laughs) No to baked potato at the Wendy's. The most random part of the menu because everything else is, you know, characteristically fast food. Burger, fries, nuggets. Mm -hmm. But then the baked potato. (laughs) And the Frosty. Yeah. Three days later, on the 17th, the van was spotted by an Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Officer near the White River in Indianapolis. Uh After checking and finding that the van was empty, it was towed to a holding facility in Whiteland, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Two days after that, detectives went back to the spot where the van was found. And that afternoon, they discovered blood on the ground where the van was parked. Wait, so this officer was like, hey, there's a discarded van by this rapid area, or White Falls. Mm -hmm. The river. The river. White River. And then he probably runs the plates, Mm -hmm. see that it belongs to this missing dude, has it towed away, and then just brushes his hands off and is like, job well done, pat my back. Two days later goes back yeah someone was like did you check that place out and he was like oh um right yeah totally did and then like went there i'm on that yeah yeah he's lucky he didn't rain or something so lucky that he was able to find blood when he went back yeah later that same evening Mm -hmm. a conservation officer discovered a rolled up and bound carpet by the, the riverbank Oh, carpets are never good, right, Cleo? Well, except when you are Cleo, I guess. (laughs) Cleopatra, yes. Inside that carpet was the body of Stephen Williams. Oh, man. 
the coroner determined that the cause of death was a stab wound to the chest and multiple lacerations to the throat and neck. Trigger warning. Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, dang. Yep. That's a lot of marks. Yeah. Yuck. Kylie. Yes. Who's the first person detectives look at when they are investigating a murder? The Sigurd. The The significant other. Oh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I know. I abbreviated it to be like Schmidt from New Girl. (laughs) In this case, it would be the wife, Opal. Yes. Opal. Not only is that the birthstone for October, which is coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny because Opal was born in October of 1979. No way. Boom. Do you think if they had had an April, it would have been like Diamond? (laughs) Absolutely. Like Ruby and stuff? Yeah, her sister's (gasps) name is Diamond. Uh Uh-huh. I'm kidding. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Pearl. Some of them work. On Saturday, March 21st, police spoke to Opal. Uh Uh-huh. It did not take long for her to spill the beans. (laughs) During that interview, she admitted to planning the murder of her husband. Wow. Wow, because he didn't want her to truck? One common reason of murder is money. Uh Uh-huh. What's another? Love. Yes, love. Or lust, I feel like, is probably the more appropriate answer. Uh, (laughs) Opal, then 35, had a fling on the side. Mm. This fling was... 56-year-old Ricky (gasps) King Jr. So Opal likes him older? Yes, she was like, 16 years is not enough. Give me 21. I want him drinking when I was born. Not just driving. (laughs) I want him drinking. I want him legal. Opal asked Ricky and her 20-year-old cousin, Charles Lehman, Mm -hmm. to help lure lure Stephen to his death. Uh, The plan that they came up with was that the cousin Charles told Stephen that Opal was in danger. Oh, I hate when the ploy... And Stephen ran out of his house to help his wife. Exactly. When the ploy gets them because they're genuinely concerned for your well-being. Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's not like, hey, the ice cream man's out there and you're like, oh, let me get me a snack. It's like, oh, Opal's in danger. Uh So that range of emotion. Yes. Just like, oh, no, her. Oh, no, me. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, wait. Uh Uh-huh. But once outside, Charles was forced into the van, and Ricky was already sitting in it. The three men drove to the bridge. (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, first go to Wendy's to get an alibi. (laughs) (laughs) No. There was no Wendy's other than what she said. Oh. So he didn't even get his baked potato. (laughs) No frosty for you. The three men drove to the bridge. And under the bridge, Ricky and Charles Uh made Stephen call Opal and beg for his life. No, that's sick. Very. Beg her? Yeah. 
This begging obviously failed. Uh huh. Because we know the murder took place. Yeah, exactly. The fact that I mean, there's no pl- way that they would have been like, yeah, okay, you know. Oh, like, we'll, we'll let you go. You you win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We were in the wrong. Here you go. Let's forget this happened. And no, those are at least the cousin he knows. He doesn't know the affair, dude, but he knows the twenty-year-old cousin. Oh, the twenty-year-old cousin knows Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. And Opal yeah. instructed the men to kill her husband. And her words were, do it. That's so cold. After after Stephen begged, she said, do it. That's so cold. The killing occurred on March 10th, four days before Opal called the police to report Stephen missing. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put that together that she waited that long. Yep. So the blood was still there like a week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was under the van. So maybe the van was protecting it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Charles and Ricky were both interrogated by the police and they told the investigators the same story that Opal did. Uh-huh. They added that Ricky held Stephen down while Charles, the cousin, did the stabbing. Oh, that's odd. Charles was the one who chose the murder spot. Uh-huh. He told police that he was familiar with that area because he used to live there in a tent when he was homeless. Oh, man. 20 years old. That's tough. So he had a rough life. Yeah, he had it. You know, he had it rough. I wonder if maybe any promises were made or anything, you know. Like, we'll give you some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the stabbing, the two men rolled the victim up in a carpet that they just happened to find in the area <laughs> and then put that carpet into the river. Yeah, I know. The carpet part, I'm like, do you know how expensive a carpet is? Mm-hmm. Like, where did you get that from? And I'm wondering if Charles knew it was there already because maybe he used it while he was homeless. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know what? I will give you my old floor. Yes, like my, my tent was on that. Yep. So the van, Opal and, Char- and Stephen's van that the two men took, mm-hmm. got stuck in the mud. And that's why it was left behind. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just realizing that it's a van down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, it is. And then the three of them, Charles, Ricky, and Opal, returned the next day on the 11th mm-hmm. to get any items left behind in the van oh so so they tried to clean it out but they knew it was their van because of the vin yeah exactly they didn't scratch the vin number or remove the plate yeah. can you scratch the vin i don't know Mm-mm. i wonder if you can destroy it at all no you can't i think it's put like everywhere and it's behind glass and stuff yeah and it's it's like on the engine and in the door i was gonna say isn't it each individual part's like hey i belong to this car Mm -hmm. like if they were a pack of crayola crayons with me in elementary school and each Mm -hmm. (laughs) each crayon had my name on it Uh uh-huh it's the same premise for the vin number (laughs) that's exactly it for the vin the N in VIN stands for number. Oh, right. It's like ATM machine. <laughs> the M stands for machine. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. whoops. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, PIN number. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. N is number. Oh, man. I do it so often. Mm-hmm. In February 2016, so a year after the murder, the one who orchestrated the murder, Opal, Opal Williams, mm-hmm. she pleaded guilty to murder 
and received a 50-year sentence. Okay. She is projected to be released on August 6, 2051, when she is 72 years old. All right. And then Ricky King Jr., the boyfriend, Mm -hmm. also pleaded guilty Uh in December 2016, and he received a 45-year sentence. Wow. Probably because he did the holding down, not the stabbing. Yeah. And also, I feel like when they're older, it means more, you know, he's already almost 60. So giving him 45 years is different than giving Uh, a 20-year-old 45 years. This is true. This is true. Because the 20-year-old will be 60. That age. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. In June 2017, so this is over two years after the murder, Mm -hmm. Charles Lehman pleaded guilty to murder and was sentenced to 50 years in prison with five years suspended. What does that mean? So he only has to serve five years. No, five years were suspended. So does that mean he sentenced to 50? Does that mean they deduct five? Mm-hmm. So he only has 45? Oh, I don't know. I always thought it was the opposite. Okay. So it's an additional 50 or additional five to the 50? I'm not sure. I always thought that if it was like five years suspended. Well, no, yeah. So it would be 45 years. With five years suspended. Right? Suspended, subtracted. They seem like synonyms. <laughs> a suspended sentence is when a judge orders the defendant to serve the period of time in jail, but orders that defendant have a five-year probation. It's like probation. Wow. All right. This was a snapped episode five, season 25, but I did not watch it. Ah. Ooh, well, we'll have something to watch afterwards. Yes. Yes. See how they did. See how they did. How snapped did. That's crazy. Yes. So that is the story of Stephen Williams. Man, I always wonder about the talking into it process. You know, like, how many times did you have to bring it up? Like, hey, I have this idea. Yeah, before they bit. (laughs) <laughs> I just don't get it. No. I mean, she could divorce him yep. and be with Ricky. And then they could go trucking together. Yes. And make all of the money that she wants. Oh, yes. He was a truck driver, too. I forgot to add that. Ricky was. No way. Mm-hmm. So the stars aligned, you know. They had a common trucker interest. Yes, exactly. Ugh. Yeah. Really opal. Hmm. Opal. Well, thanks for telling me that story. Now I want some apples. Oh my pleasure. Cleanse my palate. I know. I, I want to make some caramel. <laughs> right? I want to put on a sweater and get real cozy. Uh-huh. Happy fall season, everybody. Yes, happy fall. Make sure you guys listen to your mothers. And make good choices. Stay nosy, neighbors. Cheers. Cheers. And for those of you that want to know, caro syrup, butter, and brown sugar makes caramel. Oh. Nice DIY caramel apples. And it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then a little, I think it's a fourth teaspoon of baking soda at the very end. Oh, to thicken it. Because you have to stir it for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You build a bicep on the one hand. I just remember whenever you made it. Yeah. Being like <laughs> like a witch on the cauldron pretty much. Like I got to keep stirring it. Keep stirring. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And you've been listening to Sipping with Snacked, a true crime podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram at Sipping with Snapped. Twitter at Sipping Snapped. Facebook, Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Join our Patreon, Sipping with Snapped. And if you forget all that, go to our website, www.sippingwithsnapped.com. We've got links to everything. Cheers. Cheers! Logan, say I love you. Bye.